Welcome to The Brain Unwired. Here we discuss all things brain-related, from psychology and neuroscience to mental health and general well-being. You're listening to your favourite brain enthusiasts, myself, Chioma. Me, Haditha. Me, Lucy. And thanks for listening. We hope you enjoy. Welcome back, everyone, to The Brain on Wired. This is episode 16. Our theme for the month is connection. And today we're going to talk a little bit about being on the online world. Um, I guess ever since the COVID lockdowns, literally 99% of our time is spent online now. Work is online. Social interaction is online. Everything is online way more than it was before. Kind of just like the impact I guess it's having on everyone because obviously like with like what Hadisa said so with like lockdowns and stuff everyone will tell you like you know make sure you're you're, like still keeping in contact with people like maybe like use Zoom and stuff or like FaceTime whatever but it's kind of like to what extent is that really giving us the same amount of connection that we otherwise would have felt basically Mm. that like what, what do you guys think like just to start off with like do you kind of feel a difference like maybe with the virtual connection versus like in human like do you prefer one over the other do you miss human connection do you prefer virtually I think I think with me it's it's I get a lot of human interaction still um Mm -hmm. and to be honest friends wise I actually see you guys more than before so (laughs) (laughs) if anything I'm seeing you more like like video for example like seeing your face more so Mm-hmm. yeah that's true it is true because like life life is busy you know like going to work coming home and then doing what you need to do after work and all that sort of stuff so I guess it has given opportunity to interact with friends more make an effort to actually talk to them or like see them online like this like over zoom or whatever um but does it actually make you feel more connected to them like do you feel more connected to these people because you're texting them more or like I don't know interacting with them more over social media or over zoom like I I live at home I work at home I sleep (laughs) at home and now I'm gonna do all my socializing at home as well you know what I mean like it's like at what point do I leave the house like apart from buying groceries and going on a walk I don't know I don't I don't like it like Lucy's right I feel like maybe we have spoken more because of stuff being virtually but I don't feel like the actual like um quality of the connections is maybe the same as it could have been in person yeah I feel like you know social media we we turn to it to feel more connected to people and like yeah we we turn to it to feel more connected but I don't know if it actually does make us feel more connected because personally I think that like when I'm on social media it kind of brings me outside of myself like I almost feel less connected to myself and the world around me. Why? Wait, we're not on social media. Yeah. I'm more likely to procrastinate. I'm more likely to just damage my attention span even more. I feel like you don't Um, use social media. I don't know. I don't see you and Lucy as like social media kind of people. Not that you know we don't if we don't post like loads doesn't mean that we're not on it like you can do on it 
very true. <laughs> that is very true. That's I never true. post, but boy. Yeah, you could just be on it scrolling, like you just get addicted to like having it in your hand. Like I feel like we all have it. Like you'd you're just bored or like you just pick up your phone, you just go through Instagram or like some people have TikTok, they go on TikTok and just scroll or whatever. But like if you think about what like how to maintain good mental health, like through let's say mindfulness principles, I do like quite strongly believe in like mindfulness principles in that like being in the here and now is good for you and it's good for your mental well-being and everything I feel like social media does the complete opposite to that like when you're on social media your head is anywhere but inside yourself you know your head is in like farmers in India and <laughs> colorism and feminism <laughs> and, like, politics mental health yeah. like do you know what I mean it's like everywhere but like being like existing in your body in your room where well, wherever you are yeah. yeah I mean I agree with you and it's like like for example with like the media not even just social media but before that like years ago with like the news and like tv and magazines and stuff it kind of like increases people's like ability to share as well but that sharing is often like inauthentic so like on social media people will only show like the best side of themselves or like they'll only post when they're having a good time or like when they look good on instagram for example and like people use filters and everything's like very edited and it's almost like you could still maybe feel like you're you're being connected in a way but it's not really like real connection if you think about it like we're all sat here without our makeup on whereas like on instagram i literally look like completely different and it's like with social media, how much are you really getting connected with like authenticity? Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Especially like um, an app like Instagram, for example. Mm. Or like you're, you're more likely to maybe go on social media and then come off and feel like you're failing at life because you're you're seeing even during this pandemic, like seeing all these like influencers like in Dubai and stuff and like all these people in America like living their life and then we're kind of stuck here and it's like it makes me feel even more detached from reality because I'm like that's actually people's reality and then this is mine I don't know yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's I, I saw that video the other day it was it was Australia something <laughs> you see that video I saw it on Twitter and like they're all having an amazing time they've got um you know uh Skepta energy and with <laughs> they got that play in everyone's vibing and I'm just like I need to get this off of my timeline right now <laughs> it's not yeah, fair it's, it's, it's weird because it's like it's, it's nice to kind of like I guess get yourself out of your, your situation mentally for like a second but then whenever I, I do that and then I come back to like life I'm like oh I've got to go into another work call I'm like what like how is this my life and this is their life and we live on the same planet you know like yeah it's just mad do you guys feel like you're addicted to to like social media when I'm alone yes when I'm with other people no because when I'm around people I don't usually use my phone like I could this happens a lot actually like when I'm around people I will not go on Instagram Mm. like all day or like for two days at all Twitter maybe because you know that's easier to scroll but (laughs) It depends if I'm alone. I feel like if I'm alone, yeah. I'll, so I'll yes, be... you're addicted. <laughs> yeah, but it's, if I'm alone. I really, I don't know. I really don't know. Like, when I go on Instagram, I don't, I won't scroll, like, through my feed. I'll just maybe look 
like food or or something. I don't know. I don't. I just go on there for a specific reason. I don't go on there because like I feel like I need to see what people are doing. But I don't know. I'm addicted now. I can easily put it, put it down. TikTok is a bit different. I do like that. I do like that. App. I'm addicted to TikTok but like Insta Snapchat WhatsApp all those I'm not like like be gone like, I don't care yeah but TikTok please stay <laughs> yeah I think people have different apps as well but I was also going to ask actually in terms of like human interaction and stuff so obviously you know like we're all young single pretty individuals like what do you think 10 out of 10 like what do you think this virtual world is doing um, to people's kind of like ability to maybe like date and stuff? Because there's been like different studies that's been done on this just in general, not just with the pandemic, but with like the rise of Facebook and stuff. And like so much different information has been found. So like apparently now it's like it's not uncommon for couples to spend less time like actually talking with each other if they're in the same room. Like it's more likely for like one to be glued on their phone or like watching like something on their phone even though their partner's right next to them or like for example you could have like parents and their kids like they could be in the same room but then the children are just like glued to their tablets you know what I mean yeah I feel like I feel like it's had a huge impact on like obviously our connectivity but even just our ability to like connect with people on like an intimate level so there are obviously benefits like dating apps and stuff but then is that a benefit I think it's a benefit because maybe you could like meet someone who you wouldn't otherwise meet but then at the same time it's like let's say so we are in a pandemic and the only way you can talk to someone is on your phone then that's a huge negative because you can't really get to know someone over a screen and I could I could be anyone I could literally put on any kind of like facade you know what I mean you can do that in person as well though (laughs) yeah but that's so much more effortful but it's like, if I'm only talking to you, like, on an app or something, like, you won't really get to know me or, like, what I'm like. And you learn a lot about someone, even just, like, their mannerisms or, like, how they yeah. react to certain things oh, yeah. in person. I think, I think, like, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of destroyed dating in a way. I don't know. It's it's, it's, it's hard because it's, like, how, how much... Yeah, I, I agree with what you said. It's like you're only communicating by our messaging. How much can you actually learn about someone through texts? You don't even know what their voice sounds like. You don't know what they look like, really. You just know what their pictures look like. But your pictures aren't what you actually look like. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I feel like and you need like, to look just, in someone's eyes like, as well. It's just, it's, it's very, I don't know. There's nothing that brings you together as well, especially with dating apps, yeah. There's nothing that keeps you going back there do you know what I mean so say you meet someone yeah. authentically like at a barbecue that's like my thing like just meeting someone at a barbecue yeah <laughs> you meet you talk like you obviously connect on a certain level and then that makes you want to talk to that person again if it's just like an app where there's nothing making you guys talk to each other it's just you're kind of just forcing a conversation about trivial things do you know what I mean? Forced is definitely the best word for it. Everything. I, I feel like I'm getting interviewed. Like, I feel like it's like a job interview. So, like, what do you do? Where do you live? What are you into? And then I just end up deleting the app. Yeah. So I downloaded Hinge. <laughs> this this, third, this third lockdown, I was like, hmm, like, why not? Let me just do it. Um, How's it going? Like, 
it's fine like every single person I've spoken to on there is perfectly nice person you know you get one or two like weirdos but like all of them are perfectly cool they're nice they have you know good jobs like they're just normal people do you know what I mean but it's like how can I maintain contact with like 20 different people Mm -hmm. or like 30 different people like it's mad and you're talking about the same thing on and on again I should do copy and paste why are you talking to so many people at once that's too many (laughs) but that's the thing you end up not talking to those people because it's just too much and you just can't be asked so like the appeal of it is like looking at the people and like selecting whether you like them or not but then the effort comes in when you actually have to talk to them because it's just yeah too much there's nothing and and there's nothing like I said before there's nothing bringing like motivating me to speak speak to that person yeah. So, yeah like when you've met them in person and you've maybe felt that little like connection and it's just yeah like motivation in it mm. but when you meet them online you literally don't you don't know them like yeah you're like why am I actually talking to this person I don't know who, I don't know, yeah, <laughs> I don't know because then you do have some people who've like met their like partners on like like apps and stuff so maybe it depends like for example I remember like in like 2015 when I had tinder in uni I didn't meet anyone obviously but I'm actually made like friends on that app and they're like well two of them I would say are still like actual proper friends and we like hang out I mean when we weren't in a pandemic but those those are like friendships so you know like when you're just kind of talking to someone but you don't have an expectation it's a bit easier to maybe like not feel as much pressure because it's like oh I don't I'm not like trying to date you you know so if we stop talking I don't really care so maybe that's why those kind of worked and the romantic ones didn't. I feel like I feel like literally everyone is addicted and we don't give it attention because it's not like drugs or alcohol or whatever. But literally, like I feel like I'm addicted. Even just like having your phone next to you all the time is like a problem, I think. I know, yeah, in that sense, it's I'm like, addicted. I'll just pick it up and just unlock it. Exactly. Uh, pull, pull down my, my panel, like notifications <laughs> panel, and then just lock it back again like what's the point like I don't know why I do that exactly <laughs> when and my phone like, would buzz if I have a notification so I know nothing's come through but I still check anyway yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly um and I feel like you know even even nowadays kids literally straight out of the womb are like having access to YouTube and like online like being online and stuff without parents properly acknowledging the effect that this will have on them I think that's a big problem. Yeah, apparently well. the um the average British adult will spend the equivalent of like thirty four years being in front of a screen, not just your phone, but like TV, tablets and stuff, like all that combined. That's crazy, isn't it? Most of it is a waste of time as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, most of it, yeah, it's just unproductive. Yeah, and like I get, like if you're watching movies, you're watching like a TV show or something because you're actually like making use of it. Even influencers, they're making use of it because they're getting paid for this like yeah, true. you know just endlessly scrolling you're not learning anything you're not doing anything it's just it's a complete waste of time complete mm. so let's talk about now with being in lockdown obviously I know there are things you can do that don't involve a screen but where we are in our third lockdown right like it kind of gets to a point where you've done I mean I, I 
I guess people differ because for example one of my friends is a very very good painter and she has been spending all of lockdown with her boyfriend painting these absolute masterpieces that she's going to sell and I think they'll sell for really good money so I guess for her it's kind of like regardless of whether she's bored or not she's always going to have painting something that's fun to do or like I don't know maybe some people play an instrument and they'll do that but like for me for example I feel like I have exhausted everything that I find enjoyable doing in the house so like even home workouts now I have to force myself to do it it's not like oh let's work out it's like I need to work out and I'll do it but it's not enjoyable so it's like then I do it and then after that I'm like okay let me go like find something to watch because I've literally just I've done everything I feel like I can do at home that is enjoyable so now all the things I would have otherwise done I'm having to force myself to do them but it's not fun it's just I need to do this so I'm not on the screen yeah but then do you find social media enjoyable no, it's just another thing that that, that takes another up time once I've done all the other activities. <laughs> like, but that's what I'm saying. I feel like with lockdown, it's a lot different because before, before this pandemic, I wasn't on. Like, okay, I always had my phone, but like apart from that, like I was, I wasn't really on. I would never watch TV, for example, which is probably why now it takes me like three days to get through one movie. I don't know what I'm doing, but it's just not in me to like sit and, and stare at a screen for hours but I feel like a lot of people are doing it now because there's kind of like nothing else to do unless there are things that you actually find really enjoyable at home like I said with my friend with painting because you can do that for hours and be occupied or yesterday for example I was listening to Summer Walker and I was like writing and usually I, I I used to actually love writing but even now I feel like I've just done it so much that like I'm I'm tired of being with my thoughts all the time because I'm always with my thoughts. So it's like, I used to find that enjoyable because it was like me time after being at work for 12 hours. Cool, I can come home and write. Whereas now it's like, I'm always with my thoughts. So writing is just more time with my thoughts. So it's like, do I want to do more of this? You know what I mean? So then again, I may go on TikTok and watch a funny video instead. No, I get you. That's just my lockdown two cents. But I'm, I, I don't know. I think if you weren't in lockdown, things would be different because I wasn't like this. Like I wasn't always online, unless it's my phone. But I wasn't like always online otherwise. Like my experience of this whole pandemic has been so different to you guys. Like I don't, I don't really have to go through what you guys are going through. Like for you two, for example, like you've saying you've ex- exhausted, like all the things you used to find enjoyable like and then you used to enjoy your, your me time it's like I'm doing <laughs> what you used to do as in mm-hmm. I savior like my days off when I'm not at work because obviously I have to go to work like the, mm-hmm. the, my work days are 16 no sorry 18 hours long mm-hmm. so when I have my days off it's like I think it's different when you go to work but especially for you because your work days are so long but even if I was just going in like nine to five I think I would probably like being at home a lot more because when you're in work it's kind of like you're there you know and you come home and you have all this time to yourself and that's when you do like what you want to do so I I I get what you mean yeah like when you when you guys talking about like you know activities to like you know enjoy it's like I don't I don't really have to go through that I can't relate to you guys on that level yeah which I mean I guess it's good in some ways because it's not fun to be like bored in the house and in the house wall <laughs> but 
<laughs> Do you think social media has made it harder for us to connect in real life? Hadisa, I'll let you start with this. Personally, no. Personally, no. I feel like I'm quite good with connecting with people and like talking to people in real life. Like I quite enjoy that interaction. So personally, no, I don't think so. I think it makes people less likely to, to like take that first step and talk to someone if, if they haven't kind of spoken to them before. Does that make sense? Yeah, because you, you'll just search for them online and then message them, oh, I saw you, blah, blah, blah. It's just like, okay, you saw me, so... That's happened to me so many times, you know, people before people would be like, oh, I saw you and blah, blah. I'm like, why didn't you say hi? Like, that is kind of true. But I don't think it's affected my ability either because I think um, innately I'm quite a social person, usually, if I'm in a good mood. So I don't think it's affected me. I could imagine it would have quite a profound impact on like um, children though, like kids. I feel like people can maybe make less of an effort to maybe like meet in real life or connect in real life because of the fact that you're so connected over the social media that you know what that person is doing you know like you have regular updates of that person's life like you if you're just messaging all the time then you know you already know what's going on with them so you'll be less likely to say oh you know let's meet up or whatever do you think that's true though because i don't sometimes yeah but what you're less likely to meet up with someone because of social media no as in like not just that just the you know you 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 have regular updates and you know kind of, you kind of know what's going on with them but I don't think that's true you just share what you want to share do you know what I mean like you don't actually you don't actually know what anyone is doing or to be honest who they like who they actually are I agree with that because social media everything on social media is in snippets it's kind of like what I was saying earlier you just put out like your best self like even even like on Twitter for example if I tweet something that's kind of sad I'm still like like let's say it's an iceberg yeah and I'm tweeting something that's yeah, sad I'm still only getting the little because why would I why would I share like my deepest thoughts on social media like I wouldn't do that I don't think anyone would I don't even think a lot of influencers do that and it's their mm. job but it's also because it's, it's dangerous to do that you know like you can't give everyone access to yourself we have so many like social networks you know like Twitter Facebook and all that because people think that having more relationships provides more opportunity. So it's not, it's not what you know, it's who you know. So people are just like creating all these empty relationships just to get ahead. What do you think? Um, I, I can definitely agree with that. I think a lot of people would, because for example, you'll have like people on social media. So let's talk about Instagram and you have like a certain amount of followers and like a lot of engagement and you could be posting like the, most pointless stuff it could just be pictures of your face but then Instagram will start to see like the amount of traffic that your account is bringing and because of that people have got loads of opportunities like for example um there's these two TikTokers I watch they're identical (laughs) twins they now have their own um like makeup line and they've started working with like this um hair extension brand as well to like bring out their own form of like clipping extensions and they're only 20 and they've made a lot of money mm. and this is kind of just based upon the amount of people who are engaging with their content like yeah, it's not like, know, like, like even before 
like this whole social media thing, like you always did hear the phrase, like it's not what you know, it's who you know. Mm-hmm. So I think I think social media has like amplified that. Yeah, definitely. I think there's a motivation to want to become an influencer or just have a large following because because of the opportunities that it brings, it does bring a lot of opportunities, even like for academics, you know, they mm-hmm. might be invited yeah. to do talks. But or, then, then it's a lot know. of empty connections, isn't it? Like you're just, it's like you're just connecting with a large bunch of people for your own gain rather Benefit. than actually taking an interest in other people. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like deeper connections is actually more fulfilling in the end. Yeah, but then I think like using it as a way to network or like profit yeah I, I don't I know is it necessarily a bad thing I don't know I get what you mean though Lucy because like I've been watching like for example YouTube since I was like 11 and back then influencers weren't a thing but there were still like big YouTubers so like Patricia mm. Wright was kind of big back then not as big as she is now obviously and I remember them lot would always talk about how people were joining YouTube for the wrong reasons which was to make money whereas when they started like over a decade ago it was literally out of the, the fun and enjoyment of connecting with people and sharing different things like Patricia would talk about like her hair and she talked about her culture and she would talk about business because she's been accountant and for her those are meaningful connections because she was helping people with those things but then what you're saying is true because you'll get people who will want to be like an influencer but it's not because they feel like the information they're putting out is important or impactful it's just because they then want everything else that comes with it and I feel like you get that a lot with like Instagram and like TikTok because usually it's just like funny videos like pictures so it's like people don't care about the connections they're making they just want as many followers so then they can get like a brand deal or something yeah but it ultimately becomes your career doesn't it yeah but then it also if you think about it influencers and celebrities are constantly bashed for like influencing the wrong thing and it's like you can give someone influence but give it to the wrong person it's like there are certain people like for example um grace beverly i don't know if you guys know her um again i've been been following her for a long grace fit uk she used to be in it yeah like before she even became like known and with her i feel like she's always been very authentic and very real about things and she's very careful about like what she says because she knows she's got such a big influence on people's just like viewpoints but then you'll have like other influencers who won't care like they have this huge following and they they will literally just do or say like whatever they want because they don't see themselves as like now having this extra responsibility and I think that is that is a problem because yeah you're using it to make money but then you're also starting to influence people especially younger people in a negative light so there does come some kind of like responsibility with it as well I feel Mm. and then it's that it's that um argument like do they have that social responsibility to people you know people people are people have that responsibility to also consume their content but form opinions of their own through the proper means of like you know the pro- like reading books and shit do you know what I mean then but then again it, it, it again it depends on that person's target audience because there are certain people who are our age, but the majority, for example, if you take Jojo Siwa, yeah, she's like, what, 18? Her demographic is mainly like nine and 10 year old girls who are like- I thought she was nine or 10. No, she's 18. <laughs> like, she's like, she's tall as well. She's like my height. But yeah, like her, for example, she could maybe have that argument, oh, you know, like make your own decisions. But then if you're making money off of that target group, 
you have a responsibility i'm sorry because they're the ones paying your bills so if you're now feeding them like harmful information their parents could easily block you off of all their forms of media and suddenly your bank balance is starting to decrease you know what i mean or like yes. you have celebrities who are involved in scandals and suddenly they like james charles he lost like what two million followers on youtube in like 24 hours or something that would have affected him like financially so i don't know obviously influencing can not influencing to bring it back to what lucy said having a lot of connections can be good in terms of like your work and stuff but then you have to be able to maintain that because cancel culture for example is real and you could rise to popularity as quickly as that will then decline mm. but also I think that like like for example Aloni I do follow her on Twitter I do enjoy her content for the most part but then you know if someone disagrees with something that she says or something that she's done or just disagrees with a viewpoint and then that is you know obviously it's public it's on Twitter then you'll have you know all of her people kind of bash them so it's like it's like the powerful versus the I don't know, yeah, I I know guess the mean. common people do you know what I mean like if you don't have like that many followers you don't have like people backing you on social media then you'll bear the brunt of it if you have a different opinion to someone yeah, like with a lot of followers and a lot of influence do you know what I mean and I've read mm-hmm. I read you know some opinions of people who have large followings and sometimes it is just it's it's nonsense sometimes it's nonsense sometimes it's not nonsense but regardless other people have just have different opinions and they shouldn't be bashed for for that I mean I agree with you to an extent like some some people's opinions should definitely be bashed but (laughs) I yeah I don't know what you're saying is true I guess but again I guess even with that it's like people can still have people who are like disagreeing with them or people who you know want to like cancel them but unless you've done something very bad I feel like you're the if you have a lot of connections you're probably still always going to thrive because you're still going to have people who are always going to back you like you said no matter what so then you're still probably still going to get like certain brands working with you so do you do you guys feel like like being online like the online world is just like it's just life now it's just life yeah it's just it's just something that we need it's just something now it's just a part of life yeah because even if we are like meeting up in person whatever doing activities together it's like we're still gonna take photos and probably like share it online do you know what I mean oh yeah I hate that I like, think about how many people, see people clinking their drinks together and stuff like mm. why can't you just be in that moment and just clink your drink why you've all got to be like wait a second no, I it's like why do people why do people feel the need to do that anyway like is it because we're just you know searching for like acceptance online like popularity I don't know like what is it like like is it a sense of belonging you just want I don't know what do you think too far I don't know because you're right like you'll get people who do that stuff but then I don't know. I do like taking pictures for like memories. So like, yeah, because no, I think that obviously some of it is memories, but other bits it's just like unnecessary. Like just, I don't mm-hmm. know. Like you don't need to capture every single thing because the more you do that, you're just gonna like not actually be in the moment. In the moment. Mm-hmm. Like imagine going to somewhere that's so beautiful and you just take a photo of it and walk away rather than actually just like absorbing your surroundings. Mm-hmm. That's what I. That's where I go back to the whole like mindfulness thing. You know, it's like being, being online and existing, like 
having the online world exist as an extension of you, it takes away from like just you being in the moment. It takes you away from yourself. You become less connected to yourself and the environment around you and more connected with like what the social media world is doing rather than what the real world is actually doing. Yeah, it does kind of feel like a hypnotic state sometimes, you know, where you're just like constantly scrolling. Like my head is just empty, like nothing's there. Before I know it, like so much time has gone by and I'm just like, what, what the hell? Like, where's that time gone? I've already just been Mm -hmm. here this whole time, just, just scrolling and like, it's just, yeah, it's it's mad to be honest. It's quite dark actually, because then I actually picture myself outside of myself, (laughs) looking at my body, just going like this. And it's just, it's, it's quite scary, like. Yeah. To think that you're you just sitting on the edge of your bed going like that. Hello. <laughs> Would you guys say technology is only maybe negative if it's in terms of social media then? Because they're more about like LinkedIn. So like people use LinkedIn to get like, I don't necessarily have it. Well, I don't have it, but I should. But people use that to get like connections as well. And that's technically technology. No, it's not LinkedIn social media. is definitely social media. LinkedIn is social media. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't stand so it. So do you, do you feel like... people actually get like... Um, of anxiety by being on LinkedIn because it's constant comparison. People were just sharing their success and <laughs> it's <laughs> terrible. It's a terrible thing. So would you so you would say it, it still has like a negative impact like um, other forms of social media? Definitely. Yeah for sure. Like, I think obviously all social media can have there's benefits and disadvantages to like all like all of the different oh. like, social networks but yeah <laughs> I wanted to talk a little mm. bit about the, the neuroscience behind addiction. <laughs> Go on. So, so um, and I feel like everyone can probably relate to this when you actually think about it. So when you do the activity that is open your social media app or post a picture or, you know, just scroll or whatever, it dopamine is released. That triggers like a rewarding sensation. But then as, you know, as you keep doing it, you build up a tolerance to that. So then to get that same reward feeling, you have to consume more of that social media. So you'll have to be on it for longer periods, more frequently to get that same feeling. I mean, so I think that's, that's why screen times increase, you know, like, I guess like since, since the start of social media, since like, MySpace. <laughs> Back in the day, I don't know if you guys had MySpace. I had MySpace. I even had something called Pixo. I had something called Pixo before MySpace. Oh yeah, I, I remember that. that. But I know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. So ever since then, or even like was it MSN where you'd go on it like after school, or whatever. That was like the only. That wasn't even social media. That was kind of just like equivalent to WhatsApp, sort of. I yeah. guess social media. I don't know. But yeah, like now we need to be on it so much longer to get that same sensation from it. That's what's happening inside us that you probably don't recognize. And I, I think, you know, in, in recent years as well, like, have you seen that um, documentary, The Social Dilemma? Mm-mm. Oh, you, I really recommend it because it delves into like how social media manipulates your emotions and like, just everything about you really I mean like yeah, it knows you like it knows your brain it knows you and uh, knows how to manipulate that to get you to stay on the YouTube or Instagram or Twitter for longer 
That's really interesting. I think what you said is a good point though. You said um, it, like that addiction or whatever can happen when you don't realize it. Like that's when it happens because you don't realize it's happening. Because I feel like if you ask a lot of people, like do you feel like you're addicted to social media? I feel like a lot of people would say no, but they actually are. They just don't realize it. Because it's true, like, for example, with TikTok, I remember I only got it in the first lockdown. And at my old job, like, all my patients would always say to me, like, oh, get TikTok, get TikTok. And I was like, why am I going to get TikTok? Like, I'm too old for TikTok. And then, boom, we went into lockdown. I got TikTok. At first, <laughs> I was doing it for, like, 15 minutes. And now, if I'm not careful, I could be on TikTok for an hour. Mm-hmm. So I, I have to, like, monitor that as well. I'm like, okay, you've been on TikTok. I, I do this with Instagram as well. Instagram, I'm not as bad, but before I used to monitor my um, like my screen time on Insta. So when mm. it got to me being on it for 30 minutes in a day, I wouldn't go on it anymore. Mm. That's good. That's like yeah, but I don't have to do yourself. Yeah, but there's actually a thing you can you can set on Instagram so it tells you as well. So it gives you like a notification because in the first lockdown, all my days, I was on Instagram all the time. <laughs> it was a problem. Yeah. I feel like my screen time has increase as well and it's just like negative like I hate how it makes me feel I don't like the way it makes me feel at all I think I'm going to delete like some of the apps off my phone like Instagram or whatever because sometimes I just go on it I'll go on it I look at like the I don't even really scroll and then I just come off of it Mm -hmm. yeah I do that as well and like I don't know if I would delete Instagram and YouTube work the same way as TikTok now as well how you just like keep viewing the the like videos yeah although I feel like they serve very different purposes like I could be on YouTube for hours but be watching good stuff like I usually watch documentaries whereas like TikTok is kind of pointless and so is Instagram like if well, I had I to learn pick... so much from TikTok yeah but if I had to pick one social media it would still be YouTube because there's so mm. much on there there's movies there's like hair tutorials there's makeup there's documentaries like I, I, I watch... never on YouTube I watch so no, many I, I use YouTube for like viruses. general learning. It's good. Yeah, whereas like Instagram, I just go on it if I want to look at like someone's wig or something. I don't know. Or like Twitter, I'll go on it to like read a debate. Actually, I do like Twitter as well. Yeah. I'd say probably for me, the most pointless one is Snapchat. Like I talk to one person on there and I could talk to them on WhatsApp. I don't actually need Snapchat. You still have that. I deleted that ages ago. I did ago. not use that app. <laughs> you deleted that ages ago. No, I, I still have, there's still quite a few people on Snapchat, but I feel like most people don't really post on their stories. It like, doesn't make sense always, anymore. Instagram is always stories. the same people. Yeah, the same people pretty much post on their stories. But I just use it to talk to one person when really I could talk to them on WhatsApp, so I don't know why I speak to them on Snapchat. Yeah, that's strange. <laughs> I think, I think I'm just saying a whole get... lot of app space. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've considered getting like a just like a basic phone you know that just texts the text and calls and play oh, I can't do that yeah because I, I think my life would I think I'd be happy I'm not that I'm not happy but I feel like I'd be more like I don't know just like at ease you know oh no yeah same I've done that before remember in uni I just literally whatsapp and stuff <laughs> it was so much better I only had to reinstall it because because of work otherwise I wouldn't put it back like I hate so I hate them I feel like I feel like it wouldn't make a difference to my happiness if I deleted it. Like I don't feel like I would be more at peace if I deleted social media. Like maybe TikTok because sometimes I see stuff on there and it really frustrates me. But apart from that, I don't think it would make a difference to me. Honestly, I feel like it would, you know, because I feel like there's a lot of 
just like the amount of information that is incoming affects you in ways that you probably don't realize mm-hmm. for sure Instagram you just always seem like people just so like girls like pre- so pretty just have like great like, bodies and stuff and then all of them have makeup on if I beat my face yeah I can actually look somewhat decent and as for their bodies I feel what like do you mean? you're a 10 out of 10 she I feel like as for their bodies, I do get what you mean though, because I feel like a lot of um, women on Instagram, like they have like such perfect bodies and then I'm just like, why don't I look like that? But I don't know, like, I guess it kind of depends on how much that stuff bothers you because there'll be a lot of people who will say that they feel like Instagram affects their mental health a lot. And they actually- I never, I never used to think, I never used to think that like seeing that sort of content actually like affected how like, I viewed myself. But then over time, it just, it does take a toll without you even realizing it because you, mm-hmm. you just start picking at things like yourself like even if it's I've not noticed that recently like, I, hate like, hair all of a I never used to I, I blame Instagram for that mm-hmm. yeah I think even if you're very like confident in yourself and you know it, I think even just viewing that stuff if everyone's being completely honest with themselves it does somewhat it does somewhat affect you even if you're following those accounts that are like the opposite is all of that you know like um body positivity and all that sort of stuff even if you're following that you're still going to come across the the perfect perfect body perfect skin hair whatever and like even if you find yourself like looking at yourself in the mirror like a little bit too much or like I don't know looking at your stomach looking at your the way your legs are whatever Mm. like you probably don't attribute it to that but it probably is that we're constantly fed like you know if we can't we don't find a partner like what's our worth like we're not good enough for someone else to like want us and there's like a certain an image that's like imposed upon us to look a certain way to like meet someone yeah especially women yeah but then do we impose that image on men no I just mean like not just women like yeah 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 but I feel like men obviously still have a pressure to look a certain way as well I feel like if a man is not in a relationship they don't necessarily feel they they don't necessarily always have the same societal pressures as women even if you speak like culturally for example in some cultures when a woman gets a certain age like they just have like everyone from their community like asking them when are they going to get married and that's typically usually more geared towards the woman than the man like even my mum like the same thing happened to her and she got married at my age she got married at 24 she didn't even get married late like she got married recently early and even like before that like she was she said like people constantly like when you're gonna get married when you're gonna get married when you're gonna get married and even now like sometimes my aunts will say that to me and I'm just like you want me to get married no, to yeah, myself when the like, women are out of 20s you're just seen as just like no one like, said that to my brother and he's about to 28 like no one has said that to him <laughs> <laughs> you know it is ridiculous because I mean our worth doesn't come from having a partner like having a partner can bring a lot of good then for a lot of people it can bring a lot of bad like when I see people with these toxic relationships I'm like raw like god forbid I ever experienced that Mm. so guys come to the end of another episode delved into social media connection whether we feel connected online versus real life what else have we spoken about social media addiction (laughs) social media addiction um yeah we've just spoke about a bunch of stuff today um i'd like to hear if like anyone actually thinks they're addicted to social media or not yeah let us know
because I, I think we all are personally. Yeah, yeah. I, I reckon to very degrees, but definitely somewhat. But anyways, we will speak to you guys again in two weeks' time. And we'll actually be continuing our theme of connection, but it won't be about technology this time. So stay tuned. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have to say bye? <laughs> you don't have to no, say you bye. Can, you can cut it off. I think it's a good end to saying like, um, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yeah, it's it's I hate saying bye. <laughs> 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 <laughs>